Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to another Monday Morning Art Talk. I'm Steven Silver, character designer and teacher, dedicated to helping you learn about the art industry and living up to your potential. Whippee! Happy New Year to everyone. Um, I just wanted just to mention thank you for subscribing and also just be sure to hit that notifications. There's a bell or something if you're on YouTube, on the YouTube channel. Um, I didn't really realize that till recently that you're supposed to, if you want notifications, just to hit some sort of bell. So I couldn't find it. So wherever you can find it on yours, hit it. You'll be notified of the um, latest upcoming art talks. So Today I wanted to talk about going with your gut um, and just really having that feeling and understanding and it's it's hard to put in words but I'm going to put it into words this way what I just experienced. Many of you guys who are following um, the channel and, and the art talks know about Daisy and in on my birthday uh, which was August 30th uh, we thought we had to put her down so that we've gone through those phases but there was something, there was something stopping me. There was something stopping us. My wife and I, uh, we just, we just felt like, you know, she just rejuvenated. There was just, things were happening where we're just like, it's not time yet, you know? And it's like, what is that thing that's inside us that we know, we feel it. I know you've had it before, no matter what it's been from, it might even been, you know, the butterflies in, in your stomach, they call it, right? there. What is that? What is that sort of feeling that we get and so we knew it wasn't the right time and you know it, I was so sad I was so sad when that was going on and I can tell you now on New Year's Day we made the decision that we were going to put Daisy to sleep uh, the following day so it was Tuesday going to have someone come over to our house on Wednesday because we just knew beyond our heart of hearts it was right at this time now she wasn't eating at all no matter what we gave her, she wasn't, uh, she could barely lift up her back legs and walk. And she was almost like delirious and like almost just like was going in circles. Um, she was starting to make a mess on the carpet when she was laying there. She was just letting stuff out of her uncontrollably. Um, so we had, we got diaper, you know, like floor mat for her, you know, on the last day we knew we were going to do it. And we just knew it was just this gut feeling. We just knew. And we were so sad, right? But, and there was this energy and this sadness that was going on. But man, I tell you, it, 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 the whole next day, the whole of New Year's Day was really one of the most spectacular days. We made the decision to do nothing on New Year's Day, but we were going to be with Daisy and we were going to spend all day with her. And we did. And we also, we were in our pajamas all day and just took her outside and was laying outside next to her, letting her feel the sun. I was taking pictures of her and just enjoying every moment, just sucking it in, knowing it's like having this control and knowing that I know that today might be the last day of my job. I know that today might be the last day of this relationship. I know that today might be the last day of something. And I was thinking about my my relatives that have passed away and them knowing that they were dying when they were sick and and knowing what go, going through that and and here this special precious dog that my gave my dogs my kids and and I even wrote a, a letter while I was that night. <clears throat> 
I wrote a letter to Daisy while she was sitting there in front of me. I wrote, Dear Daisy, you know, thank you so much for coming into my life, our lives. Thank you for being so gentle and kind to my children throughout all these years. Thank you for being so uh, honorable and quiet and, and respectful of, of people around you. She was just the sweetest thing. And I, the one, one of my regrets that I never did with her was I wanted to take her to an old um, an old age home because, you know, they say dogs have healing powers and, and there's an energy and she, all she wanted was to be rubbed under her neck right there. And you'd scrub her and then she'd start banging her foot, banging her foot. And you know, she just loved it. And if you stopped doing that, she just nudged you and she threw a paw on you and you knew that she wanted more. So you kept giving her the love because that's what she wanted. And I, and there was never a day when Daisy didn't want love that I didn't stay there and was there for her and gave her the love. Why not? And she's there. To, it was giving me love. It was making me just not even think about anything. I was just scratching her, entertaining her. And, and so it was a beautiful thing. And I regret not taking her to her old people's home just to let them rub her and, you know, so she could have the attention. You know, she was that sort of dog, golden retriever. Um, but so what I want to talk about is the gut. So we knew. So the next day, the doctor all morning, we knew she was going to pass away at 11 o'clock. The doctor was going to come at 11 o'clock to the house. We never met this person, never knew this person. All we know is that they wanted $450. And that was more expensive than I wanted, much more than I wanted to pay. There was a doctor that was going to do it for 200 but he couldn't do it till the next day. And because of my love and our love for Daisy, we said, we're not going to let her go another day with this. She's just now we know, we know without a doubt she is so ready. And we couldn't see her go through it for another day. So we spent the extra $250 and the woman came. We were all sad, but we all got up early that morning and just laid with her all morning. We just had to do a thing and we just, all of us by our heads and just sat around her and we put the dogs, the other dogs near her. And it was almost like this loving little just trying, like the dogs knew, they were like laying next to her because all she was doing was just laying there and she was so tired and her eyes were just closed and they didn't open the whole time, but she was breathing and she was just so tired and, and uh, you know, she'd get up here and there, but she was so tired and weak. And the lady came and she said, you know, I'm going to put um, an injection in her just to make her comfortable and make her go to sleep. Like if you were going to get your teeth pulled or something or go for an operation, I'm going to put her down. So, you know, make her relax. So for the surgery, so to speak, she's not going to feel a thing. And she said it'd be about 15 minutes. I'm a wow, man, we, we're going to be here 15 minutes. We get to just be with Daisy for another 15 minutes. When I put my other dog down, the doctor came and just stuck the euthanasia in him and boom, before you know, it, he was gone. But I feel like he felt it. Like there was a little wince. There was something there. And I'm like, oh my God, he's feeling it. And so I was shocked and she came and she did that. And it was so nice. And Daisy, her eyes already closed and she was relaxed and she wasn't moving. And eventually she was just not moving so much at all anymore. Her breathing was slowing down as we were all petting her, just giving her her love. And uh, then she was just like asleep and it was so peaceful. And then the woman said that she's going to inject her now. And she injected her and there was no transition from her peacefulness into the next realm that she's going into. She was just smooth and she just held the uh, you know, I can't remember the name, the stethoscope, whatever you call it, on her just to listen for her heartbeat. And she was there for about, I swear to God, it felt like she was just listening for a minute or so. 
just listening to her heartbeat. And so she was still alive and we were, she was still petting her and she could smell us. And then, and then she eventually just slowly moved away and she said, she's gone. And it was just like the smoothest, most freeing, surrendering thing that I could imagine. And so, and I knew at that moment, my gut was telling me this is, we all knew this was right. This was best for her. This is, you know, quality of life. That's what we talk about with animals, but that's what we want to talk about for ourselves. We want to talk about the quality of our lives. And this is where I want to transition into. We want to talk about quality of life is vital. Are you enjoying what you're doing? Are you going to be, I mean, <laughs> you can go through horrible things. I mean, you know, and I, I'm going to put it in perspective of a dog's life. I'm watching my dog's life when, when, when my dogs have, have been sick, when my dogs have thrown up, when my dogs have had diarrhea, when my dog was attacked by a raccoon, when my dog broke his leg, when all these things that can happen that are going to happen throughout life. But again, it's about the quality of life. Do you know, are those going to be forever changing moments in someone's life? No, those were these moments that happen in the dog's life, but eventually they move on. And, but you want to have that quality of life. And I'm not talking like if you feel, you know, what, what, I hope whatever you do, don't get any sort of message like, oh, I'm just going to put myself to sleep then. No, no, no. No, if you are in severe, listen, there's some, there was a guy, Dr. Kevorkian, I don't know if you remember, but he got busted because he used to come and put people to sleep who were suffering their old, this woman, she was in her 90s, or these people, they were suffering and all this pain, and this guy would come and put, and all the family would surround him, and they put him to sleep. Now, in some states, that's still legal. I personally think that's a good thing. I think if you're in a place of pure misery and unhappiness and pain and agony and just suffering, and you could do it peacefully and knowing that, listen, you guys may disagree, whatnot. I'm not here to argue that. I respect your opinion, whatever it may be. All I know, my opinion is, you know, why not? And it's just like, so having that ability that, man, we can do that to our pets. We can take the suffering out of our pets. But the thing is, I want to get back into is just going with your, with your gut. It's just like going with your gut. And I always, I wrote it down somewhere, but I, I wrote in my, my book, uh, go with your gut or you'll be in a rut. And that's the, the bottom line. And it's like, we know internally. So if you're in a situation and what I want to put it into perspective, if you're in a situation, whether it's a job, a certain client you're dealing with, an email you just got, a conversation you just had, and your initial gut is telling you, man, I don't know. I don't know that I trust this person. I don't know that this is feeling good. Like if this is the right choice to make at this point, good or bad, I try to stick with that. I feel it's a man. I feel like you're, you're having that for a legitimate reason. I feel like that's intentional. I feel like you have to, you have to go through that sort of feeling because that's what guides us. And that's what you got to trust. So you just got to trust in your gut or you'll be in a rut. And so in these situations, try to think about what other alternatives do I have? In my situation of Daisy, the other alternative was my gut was telling me it's not time to put her down. So my, my gut told me to cancel the doctor from coming over to the house and putting her to sleep. So I changed the situation. And that's what you do. So now, because you have the free will that you have, you have the ability to choose and to think and make choices on your own. You have these sort of abilities to do this. 
and make those changes and do things and try to put yourself in the situation when it's feeling right, sort of act on it. Okay. Because it's going to happen at any sort of moment and, and your gut can tell you in an instant, sometimes whether you need to act on something or not in a certain situation, your gut may tell you in an instant. And I don't know if I mentioned the story when I was at Comic-Con, I was crossing the road with my daughter and an impatient woman just gunned it, you know, right at the stop sign as we were about to cross it. We were a fraction from getting hit. And my gut just told me to just pull back straight away. It was instinct, natural. How do you can how can you predict that? How do you know these things? So why don't we rely on these things? Why don't we trust in these things? Why don't we trust in our gut? Why don't we trust in the decisions we make at times when our body will so often do these, make these decisions for us? And it does it without even asking, without even thinking. It's natural. Whoa, all of a sudden I I, I did that, you know, I moved out of the way. I was able to avoid that circumstance, whatever it may be, happens over and over again in your life and many small things that you know it's happened to you. It has. It's happened in the smallest realms throughout your life that things have happened because you've gone relied on your gut and you made those decisions that it led you from one thing to the next and sometimes it was for the best and sometimes it wasn't for the best but what that did hopefully was give you a lesson to be learned. That's all we can ever do is what's what's the lesson I'm learning throughout this? Hey man, I'm going to start relying and go with my gut just a little bit more and not be so reactive and just like, oh my God, that's it. I got to, you know, end it right here and put it, you know, it's like, no, no, that's it. And boom. And don't think clearly, don't make decisions. Don't do that sort of stuff. That's madness. You don't want to do that. All right. All right. Anyway, I think that's it. I've said, no, go with your gut. Um, go with your gut about thinking about if you want to go to a workshop of mine or not. Think about that. Is something, a little voice telling you, I want to go and see what this is all about. I say, do it. Why not? You're not going to regret it. I don't think anyone has that's uh, gone to my workshops. I hope to see you there. Look below, stay tuned, stay on the lookout, and I'll talk to you guys next week. Take care. To subscribe to my mailing list and stay updated on future workshops and events, please go to my contact at silvertoons.com and simply hit join mailing list. Until the next time, make it a great week and thank you for listening.